Hello guys and welcome, welcome to, to Happy, Happy Single, Single Mums. Are you really just going to copy everything I'm saying? Yes! <laughs> Hello guys and welcome to Happy Single Mums, a podcast surrounding real single mummy life, talking about subjects from self-doubt to business to baby father drama, sex and loneliness. I want to ask real questions to my guests about real single mummy life. Can you really be happy? And can you be happy as a mum in general? Every episode will deliver the best hard-hitting topics surrounding mummy life and the innate goal to try and find real happiness. So here's your host, me, Khalifa. Hi guys and welcome to Happy Single Mums. I'm your host Khalifa. Today's guest is such an inspiration not only because she's a single mum but because she has used her gifts to bless other women. Um, Kia teaches busy mums how to pick up creative tools which will provide both immediate escape and lifelong inner healing. A art healer. And what is that if you don't mind me asking? Art yeah, yeah, definitely. An art healer is someone that pretty much uses art as a way to connect with themselves. Mm-hmm. So it's almost like how people use journaling or different forms. Uh, because really, with art, a lot of people go straight to thinking about painting or pastels, but you can, you know, use cooking or journaling or uh, gardening, etc. Really, just to become more intuitive within yourself and kind of like give yourself that space to ask questions. Yeah. Because a lot of us are on this, um, you know, Gen- go, 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 grind, grind, grind. Yes. And we don't give ourselves that like space to just go like, okay, what is it that I want to do? So I use art with other moms to really give themselves that space to dream and um, pursue their passions. Oh, that's awesome. Because I know that you, you help women like put down their painful baggages and move on from broken dreams. How do you then like you're helping other people? So do you not take on their baggage, their emotional baggage at all? Or how do you cope with that yourself? You know what? I am um, a bit of an empath, which I actually, you know, I guess this word is even becoming more known now. Like growing up, I kind of was just kind of like, why do I feel every time someone tells me something, why do I kind of carry on that weight? Yeah. Um, But I really am. um, I kind of just have to step away from it. So I listen to the stories and I'm very empathetic. But then I kind of go like, okay, well, we're still here um, to lift them up. And sometimes people just need to get that off their chest. So it is something that I do carry, but then I go and I do my own um, quiet time or my own journaling or take a hot bath, etc. Because it is a lot to to bear sometimes. Yeah. And you know what? One thing I love about your um, your Instagram is the fact that you're so unapologetic. You're so friendly. And I kid you not, guys, that if her page doesn't captivate you, her smile alone will stop you in your tracks. Like you've got the best <laughs> smile ever, you know. Thank you. Yeah. And I think it took me so many years. Uh, I actually kind of was a real depressed uh teenager but I feel like I kind of always hid behind my smile oh and so now it's actually exciting to like smile and mean it it's just yeah. like it, it means the world to me that you said that actually yeah so what inspired you to actually start the business thing it happened from two things uh, a combination of two things yeah. so I was in this really bad place at the end of my marriage it was a really just broken space but my ex and I had this this like 
weird kind of like daily tradition of where we would give each other the cold shoulder all day long or worse we would be there arguing and then at the end of the night after my son went to bed he'd be like you want to watch a movie and i would just be like okay and so like is that how you just is that how you would stop the argument (laughs) well it it was just kind of like okay we were in this like this pattern of like okay let's just end the night with a movie and so we did this like from it felt like months and one day i was just kind of like you know what I am at work all day long. I'm dropping my son to daycare. I'm like, you know, doing the bedtime routine. I'm cleaning. I'm doing all of this. At the end of the night, after I get my son to bed, I really cannot spend another two hours just watching a movie that I don't want to watch. So after a while, I just kind of go like, okay, no, I'm going to read a book instead. No, I'll just go to bed early. And then one day I um, was going through a suitcase that we had brought with us back from New York because we had moved from New York back to my childhood home in the Bahamas. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to open up the sketchbook and just start sketching. And so I started sketching and felt so much better from doing that because a lot of us aren't aware of how much we consume all day long between the TV and the apps and, you know, everything else. All we do is consume. And so for me to sit there and actually create, and I wasn't like, you know, I was like doing some like Michelangelo art pieces, but it just felt so good to get out of my head and onto the paper. So prior to you doing that, were you actually creative before? Were you in touch with, did you ever study Mm -hmm. art or were you? Yeah. Yeah. I, um, I've, I've been creative since childhood. I've, actually worked in several several creative industries so i've worked in fashion i've worked as um in visual merchandising and event planning and now my last creative job for the last four years has been as a creative designer for a jewelry design company so i've been creative but just not for myself Mm -hmm. you know everything Mm -hmm. was work related but what you said is so paramount because i feel like a lot of businesses stem from a problem and if you solve the problem for yourself for example you said that you went through the suitcase you found the, the sketchbook and you started sketching so you kind of felt like it was therapeutic towards you so you feel like it was going to be beneficial as as a business to other women is that well well this is the second part so that was the first thing and then uh when i moved back from new york i was working remotely so i was this is my first year working remote i was you know in this unhappy marriage in the house all the time and so i had started i had started blogging and so i was kind of like i was blogging about remote work and kind of like you know uh happy uh single no sorry i'm thinking about your podcast (laughs) blogging about remote work and about you know self-care tips for the female remote worker and all this type stuff and i was doing it off and on because it wasn't really something i was super passionate about the topic itself but Mm -hmm. while i was doing that i was kind of like whoa while i'm blogging about remote work and blogging about you know being in the Bahamas, what if I could turn this into like a tour guide company? And so I kind of started thinking, whoa, what if I did tours for uh, female expats and female travelers? And I bought a domain and then my marriage fell apart. And so I actually didn't even look at the website for an entire year. I never thought that I would be connecting the two together to actually do something for moms. This was kind of like just two separate ideas. Yeah. Oh, wow. So how did you, how did you end up marrying the two ideas together then? Uh, a year later, uh, I got a, a email from Bluehost saying like, hey, your domain's about to expire. <laughs> and I was like, oh, yeah, that thing that I purchased a year ago. And so I went on the website and was like, whoa, I actually did a lot of work. Because the thing about me is that I come up with all these ideas and then I like kind of really implement them really quickly. So like in the span of like two weekends, I kind of like knocked together this uh, very simple website. Oh, your website so is actually the- amazing. I really love it. 
this is this is a new one now. So I was on WordPress and I did this one myself too. So thank you so much for that. I really actually like I like visual design. So coming up with the colors and the branding, that's actually something that's uh, really exciting to me. And so I've actually had so much fun with this project. Uh, but so I went to the website and I was like, oh my God, I had already come up with like three packages, one for the food lover, one for the ocean lover. And I was like, oh, oh I did a lot exactly in, in the span of two weekends before I threw this project out the window, I come up with this entire, like, hi guys, welcome to the bomb. <laughs> yeah. So I was like, you know what? This actually still excites me. Yeah, because like the thing is, I just come from this like first year of being the single mom and like really like trying to heal myself and being so miserable. And so when I found this thing that actually like lit me up again, I was like, whoa, yeah, this is fun. Let me lean in. It's resonated so much with me because that's why I actually came up with the podcast, because I found that when people would say single mom, they would just expect you to be down and out and upset. And when people would see me and my son and I'm happy and I'm okay financially and I know where I'm going people are like oh you're not like a regular single mom I'm like what does a regular single mom mean like what we need to be down and out like what does that mean the same thing happens to me the same I was out maybe like two months ago was the most recent because I mean obviously we've been like in the house but I was at our restaurant with my son and you know we're just talking and playing and laughing and this lady kept on looking at us and I'm kind of like okay I, I'm, I'm pretty um tatted and so Bahamas that's that's still a little bit rare so I'm kind of like used to people kind of like gawking a bit but so she yeah. came over she's like you know I hate to interrupt da, 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 but like your child is just so happy like he must come from an awesome home because you don't see that nowadays and I wanted to tell her like yes thanks I'm actually doing it by myself but that spoke volumes because people that like see me and see him together, they go, whoa, like he's so bright. He's so well-spoken and it's the opposite of what you would think. Definitely. It's just, yeah, it's, it's, it's crazy. But do you know what? I, I'm happy that we both break the mold and we're both happy and we're both single moms. The second question I was actually going to ask you was like, how have you found being a single mom and actually having your own business? How do you manage to, to juggle everything? Well, you know, the thing is uh, my mom is a single mom. And so, yeah so it's like kind of like I'm used to seeing it's one of those things like I've actually only seen a single mom growing up you know what I mean so it's all I actually knew and so at one point when my marriage wasn't going well I was kind of like you know what I actually never saw a, a happy married couple to even know what that meant so oh in the marriage a lot of times I felt really like maybe I don't know how much sacrifice is supposed to go into this maybe like I just didn't have the modeling mm. but when it comes to being a single mom like I've watched my mom work a exactly. time job I've watched her like like do full-time work and then go to Toastmasters and then be the president of Toastmasters and, you know, training and teaching others. And she worked in human resources and does a lot of weekend trainings uh, back when she was working full-time. So I've seen her do all this stuff. So I knew it was achievable. Like there was never a doubt. I just knew that I would actually like have to juggle and figure out like, okay, so maybe I won't be watching television ever again. But the thing is, it all pays out. And the thing is, if you didn't have a strong single mother yourself, you might not have, you know, the tenacity that you have now. So you have to like, thank God that you actually saw it visually. And I think sometimes with me, because I, I grew up with a single mom as well. And I honestly feel like you can't, if you, I, I haven't seen, um, I, I wasn't at home with my mom and dad. I haven't seen that kind of nuclear family. I do desire it. I'm not going to say I don't. However, it's like you if you can't see it, you can't really miss it. If you get what I mean. So I do want to get married. I do want to have that nuclear family, but I don't miss it, you know, because I haven't seen it firsthand. Right. Yeah. I have seen that like, wonderful couples, but it's kind of like, 
in regards to my setup now, I'm I'm happy with it, if you get what yeah. I mean. And, and I feel like with me being a single mom, a lot of times people are like, oh, don't worry, one day you're going to get married. And I'm like, I'm not waiting for anyone to come on a white horse to rescue me. I'm a, I am my own Rapunzel. I'll take out my extensions and braid it and climb down the tower. <laughs> And climb down the tower myself. I'm not going to sit in a tower and just wait around for a man to come and rescue me. If it happens, hey, if it doesn't, I still have to rescue myself. So I do feel like where the marriage happens, good on you. If it doesn't, you still have to be a mum that raises a normal human being that will benefit society when we both leave, if you get what I mean. Right. I was going to say that was my thing too is like so I didn't grow up with a dad in my life but it was like one of those things too like when my marriage got bad I was like you know what I didn't grow up seeing what a happy family was but I know that this isn't it and I had so many people tell me especially like older married women going like oh well you know the first five years is the roughest and oh girl and like uh, unfortunately like a lot of us are kind of in this mindset of like oh well you know being a wife you're the help meet and so you just kind of sit there and suffer and like you know it's part of your job is long suffering and I'm like no no I was like oh and I think that that is so true because I think for me when I was when I was with my son's dad those were the biggest reasons why I stuck around in a toxic relationship because I was like I have to make this work and even when I knew things were bad I was just like I want this I have to be in a relationship I have you know and I'm like why was I there for so long with someone that was cheating on me treating me crap just because I wanted to say that I had a partner you know and I wasn't happy but I still stayed because of what other people would think if I was this single woman right yeah but I'm so happy that like that's in the past one thing I was gonna ask you what's the biggest misconception people have surrounding art healing and do you think definitely the biggest one is like but I'm not an artist people tell me this all the time like but I'm not an artist I'm not creative I can't draw and I'm like first of all let me stop that because you are creative you created a whole life inside of you so let's nip that in the butt right now you are creative you know, and just in regards to art, art is personal and very subjective. There's really no such thing as bad art. Like if you think about Picasso or you think about Basquiat, uh, you can't really compare that work to Michelangelo. It's just totally different. You know what I mean? And the fact that they were so different is what actually got them um, like their notoriety in the art world. And so I'm not saying that you're creating this art to then like, okay, I'm going to be the next Instagram artist once I do <laughs> Yeah, but it's just like we need to get out of that mindset of that we even know what art is because like I said earlier you know your garden your garden could be your art your interior design could be your art yeah the way you cook that can be the love and the the creativity that you put in that meal so really it's the sky is the limit and we should stop putting ourselves in a box exactly so how do you feel when women actually do come to you and then they, they create a piece of art do you see like a transformation in them like what do you see when they actually create that piece of art so much pride i see so much pride in moms when they create their art piece and surprise as well because like, so many of them go into it like oh i don't know i don't know and then they start getting into it and then you, you kind of see them like relax and they're like oh i like that color oh i'm yeah. gonna put that pink with that yellow and they really get so really into like it because like you know so many moms actually do like styling and all this stuff but somehow yeah. kind of go, like oh we're not artists but like when they're done they're so excited to have created something and it goes back to that like that mindset of not being a consumer being a creator and it's very psychological to like kind of go like whoa I didn't think I could create art but I created it what else can I do and like even just from those 
planting those small seeds at the beginning, it goes from there to being like these moms being like, well, what else could I do? Maybe I do want to start a a baking business. Maybe I do want to start a a choir. Like so many things happen. I actually have a a mom friend, just to give a quick story that, you know, we've been talking back and forth. And every time I talk to her, she's just like, yeah, my my niece's party's coming up. I'm going to be planning this party. Oh, my my son's birthday is coming up. I'm so excited. And like those were definitely the highlights of of her year, not because of the the just planning the party, but specifically her thing was that she used to like to decorate kids parties. And so she would go to the furniture store and, you know, ask them if they had any boxes she could use and make these huge um, these huge like theme parks out of cardboard boxes. Like so, one year she did Gotham City, and she did the jail, and then the next year she did like a lemonade stand and did all the little oh walks. And she would do these things that I would be blown away. But when you told her about it, she's like, "Oh, that's just something I do." And you know, we have <laughs> these talents that we are not even aware of because mm-hmm. I could never sit there. Like even though I'm like so crafty and creative, I'm not gonna sit there and build Gotham City out of cardboard boxes. But my yeah. friend can do that. You know what I mean? And so we. We all have these things that we do that are so innate to us that we just don't even realize how special of a gift it is. Because I told her, I was just like, do you know how many moms would love a customized birthday for their kids that they don't have to do themselves? And she was just like, oh, my God, you're right. You know, uncovering it. All you have to do is uncover it. It's so beautiful to watch. So now I know why you say on your website that you help women become self-sufficient badasses. So now (laughs) with that story that you've just given me, oh, that is awesome. So how do you help women with goal setting and lessons to help like create clarity and for them to actually see the bigger picture in regards to the art and yeah, yeah, that's perfect. This actually really ties in perfectly to the last session, to the last question, sorry, because it really is about um, getting that big picture goal in place. And so we can do that with like journaling or vision boards or just talking while we're doing an art session. It really is different for each mom. Um, and so really one of the uh, one of the things I like to do, and your listeners can do this too, is I like to actually come up with a 10-year plan. It's not as rigid. I know it sounds scary, like 10-year plan. I just, I'm trying to get to tomorrow, but really like this is where all the magic happens because, and this is actually something I got from an artist called Debbie Millman. She's an American artist. And at one point she was teaching this to her university students. And she found out that so many students would come to her 10 years later and be like, everything that we wrote down in this 10-year plan has come into fruition. And so what it is, is it's a series of questions. This, it might be like 20 or 30 questions. I actually have it on my blog um, if you okay. want to dive deeper into it. Yes. So what it is, it's a series of like 20 or so questions. And it's everything from like, you know, where do you live in 10 years? What kind of car do you drive? What kind of pets do you have? What do you look like? What does your hair look lo- look like? And it, it's a lot of questions, like down to these little nitty gritty things. But just so, for example, when I first filled this out, this took me a long time to fill out. Like I actually came back to it every couple of months and answered a few more questions as I was uncovering more about myself. So yeah. when I first filled it out, I actually, out of these 20 something questions, all I knew is that I wanted to live by the beach. 
But why mm-hmm. this is so crazy is because for the last six years, I had lived in New York. I definitely was not living by the beach. So yeah. it was kind of like, what was my trajectory going to be if I had kept living in New York? And so as I filled it out over the months, I was kind of like, okay, my dream car is a Jeep Wrangler. Um, I want to be able to drive with the top down and you know, feel the wind in my hair. I'm going to keep my hair short. I am going to probably be about the same in 10 years, except I want to be more muscular because I love to paddleboard. And so I really see myself, you know, dragging the board to and from the beach and all this stuff. And like you really start to craft this 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 life. And after you do these questions, you actually um, write what your dream day would look like from the oh, minute wow. you wake up. And it's so and so you don't go like, oh, I'm going to take my pet, tur- my pet tortoise for a walk. You don't have to answer <laughs> every single question that, you know, but it, it's crazy how once you actually know what you want to do, you can figure it out. So, like, for example, um, so with me, I was like, OK, I want to wake up. I don't want to have to wake up to an alarm clock. I know I just want to be able to wake up while I'm drinking my morning coffee. I'm going to check my email and see what real estate if my, my deal went through. I got an email um, about my son's scholarship and yeah. you're crafting this entire day and it's so interesting because last year like going back to the whole thing with the paddle boarding and all that last year uh airbnb does experiences and so i i started this airbnb experience called art and ocean family afternoon and so a part of the experience is me doing these art sessions with families and then taking them to the beach my favorite beach here and using my son's equipment we have a junior kayak and snorkel gear and uh, my paddle board and taking them on the water but the thing is not not that i'm saying that if i didn't write it down the year before i wouldn't have done it but it gives me but it gives me a guideline like i get to know if i'm on my right course because if i had decided to do an airbnb cooking experience that i could have gone back like oh wait maybe my tenure plan involves cooking and not painting you know so it helps you to know if you're staying on the course and a lot of us don't have that big picture plan yeah i'm gonna have to do that i'm gonna go and check out your website after and i'm going to do it and i'll probably post it on (laughs) online for people to see but my 10-year plan um have you got anything coming up Yes, yeah, it's so funny because I'm actually right around the corner a few weeks out from Mama's Wellness Summit. And this was actually something that came about in the last few months. I had really hoped that this summer was going to be the summer that I got a beta group of moms together for a retreat here in the Bahamas. But obviously with COVID, that has been (laughs) totally like annihilated. So what I decided to do instead was host a summit. And it really came from a space of like, hey, Every day I go on social media and moms are just like, I'm overwhelmed. This was a few months ago when we're all like just getting into distance learning. And so I was like, hey, I have a good amount of art therapists and different wellness practitioners that I have on my Instagram. I would love to get this message amplified. And so I have a summit coming up at the end of the month. It's from July 27th through 31st. And it's actually been really awesome because I just opened the doors to the community last Sunday. And so moms are already in there kind of like asking and getting to know each other. It's so fun. It's especially because like we've all been inside for the last few months, talking to our kids all day long. So it's actually just really awesome that to be around other moms that get it. Oh wow. So how have you found COVID in in the Bahamas then? Is it is it been bad over there? Because in in the UK it's been it's been terrible. I mean, it's been bad. It's not like, in terms of cases, we haven't had that many cases. But obviously, since tourism is our number one industry, that has been put to a standstill. Mm-hmm. But just like everyone else trying to navigate uh, 
distance learning and all of that. And we've been on, we were in quarantine, uh, total lockdown during the weekends and things like that. Uh, so yeah, it's just been definitely mentally and emotionally uh, uh, very taxing. Yeah, I honestly think I'm going to post uh, the summit on onto my Instagram because I feel like everyone that's listening to this, you need to join it because we need like a, a mental detox, like you said. Emotionally, it has been taxing. For me, I, I, I pride myself to be a strong person, but like homeschooling has been the hardest thing I've ever had to do. Um, yeah, and I had le- <laughs> I went to labor by myself, so... But homeschooling, <laughs> like that is, like, I, that's the cake. yeah, yeah. I, I don't know how to do it. I don't know. And where can people find you on social media? Yeah, on Instagram, you can find me at Mama Healer. So it's M O M M A H E A L E R, and that's also my website as well, MamaHealer.com. Oh, that is awesome. And do you have any plans for the rest of the year? Yeah. So after the summit, I'm really hoping to get a few more virtual workshops going. And then towards the end of the year, I'm really, really super excited that I'm going to be planning something to get in person in the Bahamas in 2021. So keep a lookout for that. Okay. Oh, I just want to thank you so much for taking the time out to spend with me today. Um, Happy single moms. Um, Yeah. So I'm going to put all your social media handles on my, on the show notes. And I just can't, yeah, I just can't believe that you've taken the time out and you've taught us today about setting realistic goals, plans, because they do actually manifest and giving us your story as well, because you've been so open and transparent about, you know, your experiences and how you've managed to overcome and heal as well. And one wouldn't think that art can, you know, really transform a human being but it actually can and it, I honestly think that when you look around your house is art your your child is art you are art because when you look at the human body it's just it can't there has to be a higher power there has to be a god because this can't have come from a big bang you know exactly. everything everything is art and the fact that you as a mom are taking the time out to actually heal and teach other women to overcome honestly if no one ever ever says thank you i am thanking you because you are doing every woman a good service so um guys like i said my name is khalifa from happy single moms and yes have a pleasant day thank you khalifa and thank you so much for doing this because single moms definitely deserve to be championed and like you said it's something that we don't see enough in the media so thank you so much I, i really appreciate this podcast Oh, thank you so much. I let my feet roll.